How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 11 Chapter 9 This is Season 11 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 9. In this episode we will be discussing the nexus of ancestral memory and the dualistic archetype of masculine and feminine, with implications to various relationships. To start off, the archetype of the man and the woman, are dualistic archetypes that are reflexively defined as two distinct orientations. Typically, this means that in the intimate act, there is emotional coupling between these two and one is the tonic and the other the dominant. The dualistic nature of this dialectical orientation-based class of archetypes arises out of it being the first primordial unit class capable of establishing a web of associations or archetypal constellation. The masculine and feminine is also the first class capable of expressing communication. The phallus and receiver represent the most basic symbolic representations in the archetypal vocabulary. Everything from complex discussions to physical laws can be reduced to a polar, dialectical, juxtaposition of two dualistic opposites. All individuals carry these two symbols, and the idealistic substance of reality is infused with them. Every expressive act can be defined by them. Dominance and submission, penetration and receptivity. The esoteric archetype of the cup or bowl. The esoteric archetype of the pen. The importance of dualism, with the yin and yang at its center, cannot be overestimated. But nevertheless, it is merely one primordial class. One unit of many. Dualism is not the be-all end-all of idealism. It is merely one facet. But without dualism we don't have othering. Without dualism we don't have contradiction. Without dualism we don't have uniformity by contrast. Sexuality, orientation, and ancestral memory carries it. What is it then? At its most basic, dualism, yin and yang, masculine and feminine, phallus and valleys, is projection, is manifestation, is dialectics. What we carry within us is the femininity and masculinity of our ancestral history, recapitulated in our projections each time we fall in love or express intimate passion. Our partners shift into the mold of our latent ancestral memory, reignited by the common memory of our common origination. In intimacy is the recognition that we are one, acting out the pairing of our projections, echoed in our DNA. What does this mean practically? For men it means that our life partners have been molded by our latent femininity, arising out of our ancestral memories, recapitulations, recyclings, of intimate adventures over thousands of years. For women, it means much the same, only with all the concomitant experiences of motherhood. This highway of archetypal vocabulary, shapes our partners reflexively, engorged by a gateway of the profoundest fecundity. In other words, within families, are carried the seeds of intimacy vocabulary, born of the experiences lost in centuries past. For men an archetypal woman follows us, embracing our partners. For women, an archetypal man leads us, guiding our partners, keeping them safe. Now, the uniformity created by an ancestral embrace, the partnering of two, need not be the end. For in polyandry, polygyny, a manifold expressions, a recognition that dualism need not be our end, but is only the beginning of multiplicity. In polyandry, comes the opportunity for manifold femininity, segmented only by time. In polygyny, masculinity defined as broadly as permitted. 
the permissiveness is 3 is a pathway to trinity, triad, sacred geometry. In 4 is a tetrad. In 5, a pentagon. In 6, an octahedron. The many faces which arise out of the platonic solids, sacred geometry, segmented identity, multiplicity, and the class of many as opposed to few. The one in all and all in one. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.